In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is made possible by our supporters over on Patreon. If you'd like to support the show and get your own RSS feed with ad-free shows and extra episodes every month, then head over to patreon.com slash nerdcaveretro. like some beef jerky my name is jason robbins my name is derek diamond and yes if you want to pass some beef jerky along through the the cyber waves i will gladly take some dude why has beef jerky gotten so expensive have you noticed that Uh, i mean yeah but honestly i'm kind of numb to it because everything's expensive now yeah but beef jerky is like way like it's like 15 dollars for like you know a, a, a little tiny sandwich bag worth of uh, beef jerky nowadays. It's, it's ridiculous. should just get a dehydrator and make my own. I know. I've been thinking about that, actually. You know, my dad used to do that whenever I was a, like a kid going into it, being a teenager. He mm-hmm. had a dehydrator and he would get he would get meat and would make his own jerky. Yeah, my so parents good. had one, too. I wonder if they still have it. I might see if they have it and I'll be like, hey, let me take that for, from you and make some jerky. <clears throat> Like, you know what? I'm taking this. I'm taking this dehydrator. (laughs) Taking this dehydrator, I'm making some bologna jerky, Mom. (laughs) Not to be confused with bologna jerky. Yeah. But uh, we took Christmas off. How was your Christmas? Uh, Well, I had the flu. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was uh, lovely. Oh, that was was exciting and fun. (laughs) I got to enjoy one whole day in Orlando before I woke up Friday morning and felt arguably the sickest i've ever felt in my life that sucks oh it was one have you ever been so sick that like one minute you're shivering because you're so cold yeah when i had covid (laughs) and then you're sweating Mm -hmm. because you feel like you're burning up that was me for like three or four days up through christmas yeah and then um i we got back i went to a um i went to the walgreens clinic um here near my house and they told me I tested positive for the flu. Ugh. Never, never had it before. Um, I don't recommend anyone get it because it's pretty terrible. Um, I'm still not 100% recovered from it. Uh, for the most part, I'm okay. But I've still got a little bit of a lingering cough. And you know, I still get tired more easily than I normally do. Um, so it put a little damper on, on Christmas. I didn't really get to do too much family stuff. Because I wasn't 100% sure what I had, so I didn't want to risk getting my 80-year-old grandmother sick. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I didn't want to be that guy. So um, just hung around here for the most part. But um, other than that, you know, enjoyed it. 
uh, as best I could. What about you? Uh, didn't get to do too much family stuff. My dad kind of got sick on Christmas Day and uh, went downhill over a few days. And he just, he's been in the hospital for a few days now. He was severely dehydrated. And, and he's been sick for a few months, and they can't figure out what's wrong with him. And they've done every test imaginable. I mean, he's like he's 72 years old, and he's my height, six foot three. He used to be, I think the heaviest he's ever been was like 190 pounds. Like, dude's always been skinny. But he's down to like 130 pounds, and he looks oh. like a skeleton. I'm like, they, you guys got to figure out what's wrong here. He's been in the hospital for a few days now, so been back and forth at the hospital for the past few days, so been kind of dealing with that. Yeah, that's rough. Well, hopefully hopefully they figure out what's wrong with him. I and hope so. Just get him, get him a ton of fluids. Mm -hmm. Just put the IV in and just start injecting water. Oh, yeah. That's the, pretty much what they do. As soon as he went in there, they're just like, they did the rush. Uh, I mean, it, they he took like one bag of fluid in like 15 minutes and was immediately starting to look better. I was like, that's that just goes to show you if you if you're dehydrated like that can wreak havoc on your body. Mhm. Mm but uh, Yeah, well no, hopefully hopefully he gets better soon. I I hate that hate you had to deal with that during the holidays. Yeah, at least I was off off of work so I could go to the hospital and stuff, but got to go back to work tomorrow, so ugh, I hate Same. it. Same. Um, another thing I got, uh, my, I got a huge, you know how much I got, I'm not going to say it on the air, but I got a pretty big bonus check this year from work. And, um, you know, <clears throat> I always wondered what, uh, what it was like, um, at the end of Christmas vacation, whenever Clark got actually finally got his bonus and Mr. Shirley's like, whatever you got last year, add 20%. And then Clark passes out on the floor that's how I felt when I got my bonus this year. <laughs> I'm like, I feel you, Clark. I feel you. Um, but I immediately um, was like, should I get a PS5 or Xbox Series X? So I was debating what to get, and I had a lengthy conversation with our our Mr. Fact Checker, Mr. Wiley Phelps, and uh, he convinced me that for what I want to use it for, like I really like the PS exclusives. Like I want to play Spider-Man 2 and all that, but... For what I like with all the indie stuff, especially with Game Pass and all that, I should probably be back on the Xbox ecosystem. So I got an Xbox Series X. They were running a sale on it at Best Buy. I got it for 350 bucks, And um, I'm very happy with my purchase. I, I thought I was going to have buyer's remorse um, after I got it. I was like, am I going to get it and then wish I had gotten a PS5? But no. I was always an Xbox guy up until the PS4. I was not impressed with the Xbox One, so that's why I got the PS4. But it's nice being back in the Xbox ecosystem. Like, all my old stuff was still there. All my old games I had, all the TV shows and movies I had purchased were all still there, ready to be re-downloaded. So I'm very happy with my purchase of the uh, the Xbox. That's a heck of a deal you got on that thing. Yeah, it was. That's why I had That's to jump pretty wild. on it. I was like, man, yeah. <laughs> I got to get it now. Yeah, I don't blame you, but no, that's that's cool. That's really cool. But uh, we got Tyler, our fact checker to the fact checker yep. in, the, in the chat room. And yes, um, at my job, we actually get Christmas bonuses. Uh, it's weird to have a job that gets Christmas bonuses because I've never had that type of thing before. At least you didn't get a subscription to the Jelly of the Month Club. <laughs> that might be coming next year if we start losing business. Well, if if that happens, I will go ahead and say I apologize for the Jelly of the oh, Month Club. Oh, and Joey in the chat room says, Wally steered me wrong. How dare he? <laughs> hey, I'm happy with the Xbox purchase. I, I really like it so far. Um, but, you know, I'm, in a, I'm still saving for a PC. Joey's going to help me put together a PC here in the next couple of months, so... I'll be able to. I kind of want to jump back into World of Warcraft now that Chris Metzen's back in, in the in the company. Uh, I really want to jump back in for these next three expansions because that's supposed to be the end of World of Warcraft. So we're gonna wrap everything up over the next three expansions. So I kind of like to jump back in for that. Yeah, I don't blame you, for sure. But uh, but we only got one news story because, you know, it's Christmas, New Year's, not a whole lot happening. But listen, you ready to jump into it? Sure. And 
My story was submitted to us by Mr. Armez Jackson. And if you have a story you'd like us to cover, send them to nerdcaveretro at gmail.com. And I didn't open this up. I am so bad. Uh, here we go. Ooh, from nintendolife.com, our favorite site. New 3DS and Wii users can't go online in games. Uh, Pretendo has provided a new update confirming the issues occurring were indeed unintentional. While not all issues have been resolved, it appears new users on both 3DS and Wii U can now connect to servers. Um, let's see. It was the in the original story. Um, uh, earlier this year, Nintendo announced it would be ending online play and other functionality that uses online communication for both 3DS and Wii U as of early April 2024. Now, in an update, it has been discovered <clears throat> that new users can't go online in any games on 3DS or Wii U. Um, and this comes from a lengthy blog post on Pretendo. Uh, let's see. And if you try to go online with a new Nintendo account from here on out, it will report reportedly result in error code 1060303 on the Wii U and uh, on the 3DS. Uh, and then the update was... Uh, and uh, we noted in our last blog that it was unclear whether these issues were intentional or not. It appears that it was indeed unintentional. We cannot confirm whether or not Nintendo will take action on all issues presented to them. We would like to thank Nintendo for taking the time to at least acknowledge the issues and look into correcting them. We would also like to specifically thank the engineers and other IT staff at Nintendo working to maintain these legacy servers despite the impending shutdown. Um, so it looks like it was... Maybe somebody had an itchy trigger finger on the shutdown and um, maybe went a little too soon, but it sounds like the IT people are working on getting them back up until the actual shutdown. So, I mean, you're just prolonging the inevitable at this point. Well, it's good to know that three of the four people who still play the Wii U yeah. can play online. And now they'll, <laughs> they'll add the fourth until they shut everything down. Yeah. I mean, I feel um, bad I mean, for the 3DS people because, man, they sold a lot of 3DSs. Yeah, I I wish that store was still online because there's still stuff that I would love to get for the 3DS. Unfortunately, I can't. Um, I mean, the Wii U, I've made my opinions clear on that. I thought it was a waste of a console. Yeah. Um, maybe a necessary step for to get to the Switch. But... It's one of Nintendo's biggest blunders, in my opinion. Yeah, but, I kind but of, it, at least they're still keeping it alive for now. But I kind of feel like there are enough 3DSs still out there, and it's not that old of a console that they could keep the 3DS online for at least another five years or so. Because how many of those did they sell? It had to be a hundred million of those things that they sold at least. Yeah, it, it was a pretty high selling system. Like the three D, the DS and the three DS were both really, really good handhelds. Mm -hmm. Um, I wish that Nintendo had done more with them. I mean, we're, I can see why they have it because the Switch is basically a hybrid. Yeah, but it had such a good library and a good virtual console. Not like on par with the Wii, but better than what they got on the Switch. Yeah, and I, I'm kind of hoping with the new Switch that they kind of go with the 3DS form factor with the two screens, which I kind of think they're going to do. That's just, that's just me speculating, um, but it seemed like there's a lot of games that could utilize that, that two-screen system, and I don't know. I just we'll, I, We're going to hear about the new Switch here in the next couple of months, I think. So we'll see what I happens. I think so, too. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. But, uh, but that brings us to the end of the news. And um, here we go with this month in video game history. In January of 1985, Commodore introduces us to their final 8-bit computer, the Commodore 128, at the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas. I don't remember the 128. I had a Commodore 64, but I never had the 128. There is a trade show similar to the, um, to the CES. I don't, I'm, I think it's still in Vegas. It's called NAB. Never it's, heard of that. It's basically like an electronic show, but more for like broadcasting, um, 
some film stuff. Um, so the this story attracted me because of that, because of the electronic show. And it's kind of crazy to think that, you know, in 1985 is when the final Commodore was introduced. Yeah. And this thing uh, retailed at two ninety nine at the time, which is equivalent to eight hundred and ten dollars in twenty twenty two. So that's at least probably twenty, thirty bucks more now than it was. Oh, 100%. Then. That's a lot of money. Yeah. And uh, Joey January's... says he just got a Wii U about six months ago and haven't played it yet. You better get to updating that thing, or you're not gonna have you're not gonna have it for much longer. Uh, enjoy it while you can. Yeah. January second of nineteen eighty eight, Electronic Arts releases Wasteland, which was for uh, Apple II, Commodore sixty four, and MS DOS. Yeah, we've talked and- about this multiple times. Mm-hmm. This looks really cool. I want to make a note that we should probably see if we can find a ROM of this and play it. Yo, for sure. And it was remastered in February of twenty twenty for Windows, OS X, Ooh. Linux, and the Xbox One. All right, I'm gonna have to look this up. Came out right before the uh, right before the world shut down. Yeah. So that's what happened. Damn you, EA. Yeah, it was the remastered <laughs> Wasteland. Uh, January 31st of 1997, Square released Final Fantasy VII for the PlayStation in North America. It's the true Final Fantasy VII. It's not like yeah. 12 in Japan or <laughs> 6.5 in Iceland. You know, there, that was the, the new Final Fantasy VII remake. Part two is about to come out. Uh, for the PS5 here really soon and that was one of the decisions where I was like I might want to get a PS5 because I do want to play Final Fantasy 7 Remake because that game's great I just want to play Spider-Man 2 yeah <laughs> one day uh, th- this is actually kind of cool At January 1st of 1998 the ESRB changes the K to A kids to adults rating to E for everyone. Which is funny because like, I remember when that happened and I'm like, why would they change it? And then you think of all the commercials with games that are rated E and they're all like rated E for everyone. (laughs) And it's, it's like a catchy thing that stays with you to this day. It wouldn't stick too well. If it's like rated K through a kids to adults. Rated for everyone. Just doesn't have the same ring to it. Rated E for everyone. Oh, Joey says he actually worked in AB. That's pretty cool. Yeah, the National Association of Broadcasters. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, January 10th of 2001, Mega Man 64 is released for the Nintendo 64 in North America. One of the few Mega Man games I never played. I don't know if I want to. Yeah, I don't know if I want to either. I I have not heard good things about this game. Yeah, there was a PlayStation port of this game mm-hmm. as well. And um, just looking at the screenshot here, ooh, that looks bad. That's like well, pe- Kevin- that's Pepsi Man bad right there. Hey, don't be bashing <laughs> Pepsi Man. Uh, yeah, to quote Kevin McAllister from Home Alone, yikes, yikes. And finally, because we are now officially in 2024, we can use Mm -hmm. this month in gaming history for the year 2004. In January 5th of that year, Sonic Battle is released for the Game Boy Advance in North America. I remember this was one of several Sonic games that was released for the Game Boy Advance. And none of them really stood out to me as being, like, not fantastic but not terrible they were just kind of there so this is i never played this one this is a fighting game this has this screenshot here i've never even heard of this game until just now it looks like the way that top down look is it looked like it was about it was an rpg oh there was a sonic rpg i want to say it was for the the 3ds Hmm. it was called sonic and the dark brotherhood or something like that it was terrible. Hmm. Sonic does not work in an RPG setting. Yeah, you gotta go fast. You can't do that with an RPG. Oh, and you, you do not go fast <laughs> in that game. Years from now, when that game is 20 years old, I'll, uh, I'll review it. 
I'll probably be in an iron lung by the time that happens. All right. (laughs) We'll we'll see what happens. Um, Before we go into the topic tonight, do you want to do our Patreon shout outs? Absolutely. We want to shout out our awesome patrons over at patreon.com slash nerdcaveretro. We want to shout out Yupfed, a.k.a. Knife, James, a.k.a. at Jimbo Jr. on Discord, Travis Martin, Raven, Danny House, Justin Mispel, John West, Daniel Salmon, Mr. B. Riz Coffee himself, Mike Eveland, Tyler Watson, Axblade07, Armiz Jackson, Carlos Longoria, of course we know him as I am the Rampage, Rampage. Staff Sergeant Sketch, Gus and Penny, Matthew Salmon, Mr. Joey Image, who is joining us in the chat, and of course, Mama Diamond herself, Mama Donna Diamond. Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we forgot to—we forgot uh, Mr. Mike Evelyn's uh, his appendix is our newest. Uh, uh, oh yes, as well. Yeah, I guess uh, the, the appendix got the the payment in at the eleventh hour. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, shout out to Mike Evelyn's <laughs> appendix, our newest patron. Um, but yeah, if you want to be a part of our Patreon community, you can head over to Patreon.com/slash/NerdCaveRetro for as little as a dollar a month you get early access to our fun commentary tracks like Batman 1989, Christmas Vacation, uh, the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving special. Uh, we've also done full um, you know, animated series like Real Ghostbusters, Darkwing Duck, Tailspin, other live-action movies like Clue, um, animated movies like Transformers the Movie. The list is near endless mm-hmm. on uh, the movies that we've done. Had a lot of really good tracks in 2023, and I can't wait to see what we do for 2024. Well, I I, I see we'll we'll talk about that (laughs) here here in a bit. But um, yeah, it wasn't great. But you know, we're we're dedicated to the entertainment of our patrons so much so that we watched probably the worst thing that's ever been put on television. Yeah, if if not, we'll get to that in a second. The worst thing ever put on anything it it might be it very well might be but yeah if you want to be a part of our patreon community just head over to patreon.com slash retro and for new patrons be sure to send us your social media info whether it's twitter facebook or instagram so we can give you a proper shout out in the market for investment worthy bags watches and fine jewelry rebag is the answer Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems. Problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. And uh, I don't have uh, any music, so I'll just play this here. For tonight's topic, um, we are going to be talking about our highlights and our disappointments over the last year, 2023. And um, you want to start off with some of yours first? Yeah, sure. Um, So I'll go from from bottom to the top. Um, I'm going to start out with my most disappointing game that I reviewed on this show. I didn't have extremely high expectations for it, but I had heard enough good things to think I was going to have at least a decent gaming Mm. experience. Yeah. But when I fired up echo, the dolphin, it just (laughs) never hooked me. It really didn't. And we talked about this when I reviewed it, but Sega marketed the, you Mm. know what, out of this game. They were making it out to be like it was going to be like their next Sonic. Mm-hmm. And it just wasn't it that. It seems so all. abstract. Like, I just don't understand what was going on there. Yeah, it's... I haven't played a ton of bad games this year um, for the show. 
you know, th there were some that were bad, but this was really the more disappointing game. Yeah. Um, and, and I'll say one that was the most surprising to me was the mask for Super Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about how a lot of those adaptations are not great. And it takes a little bit of liberties from the movie, but for the most part, it follows it. And it captures that universe really well. Mm -hmm. If you never saw the mask animated series, it has that same animation style, but you I feel like your series. It... Mm -hmm. huh. We should do a commentary track for that. Hey, I'm <clears throat> down for that. But yeah, it, it really captured the essence of the movie. Like you felt like you were a part of it. And because it's probably my favorite Jim Carrey movie of all time, I had so much fun playing that game. Was it the best game I played this year? No, but it was fun. Mm. And that's all that really matters to me. Um, for some of my disappointments of the year, obviously the, the Star Wars Holiday Special just gets worse, and I still have not recovered from having to do that. It was awful. And we didn't even watch the whole thing. Yeah, we, we, we watched an edited version. I don't think I could have gone another 30 minutes of that. You know it's bad whenever we're checking the time code on the YouTube video. Yeah. <laughs> every few minutes to see, have we hit 30 minutes? Have we hit? No, we're only at 10. Yeah, we, it felt like we were there for an hour already, and we hadn't even hit the 30-minute mark. And it was like, what is happening? Is time dilating? What is going on? That's really what it felt like. And uh, Raven... Uh, says in the chat room, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Raven. Yep, and, Happy uh, New Year, sir. Tyler says, Don't forget there were also animated shows based on Dumb and Dumber and Ace Ventura. I remember yep. Ace Ventura, but I don't remember Dumb and Dumber having mm -hmm. a cartoon series. I don't think I ever watched it, but I do remember seeing it advertised. Hmm. We should look that up. I, I'm kind of interested to see that. Do the, uh, the Jim Carrey animated trifecta. Yeah. Uh, another of my disappointments of the year, uh, probably the worst game I played this year, was Bubsy. That should have stayed buried in the past, and I, I wish I would not have <laughs> tried that game out. Like It was so disappointing and terrible. And sorry to anybody that loves that game, Just I just don't understand why that game exists. I'm so glad that I didn't take that bullet. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> I've taken other bullets, but I'm glad I didn't take that one. And another of the disappointments was Boogerman. Like, it could have been so much better. Like, as much care went into that, that game, they, they, if it would not have been Boogerman, if it would have just been something else, like, because the gameplay was smooth, the graphics were great, but just the grossness of the game just completely killed it for me. That 90s humor, man. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, let's see, what was my best? Um, I would say probably my favorite uh, retro game uh, of the year that I played was, um, was Bucky O'Hare at the end of the year. That was the surprise hit for me at how much I liked that game and how, how good it was. And I feel like it just got buried and no one really got to experience it. Oh, Joey says in the chat that this year we watched the He-Man and She-Ra Christmas special. I will do that a thousand times over than have to watch the holiday special again. Agreed. Agreed. But yeah, that was a, a good game to, to kind of end the year on. You know, yeah. I, I haven't played it yet. Um, <clears throat> I have watched some gameplay of it, and it, you know, it seems as good as you advertise it to be. And I think we both have uh, our game of the year as the same thing. <laughs> I see okay. it under your list. So I'm I'm gonna shock everyone. <laughs> so just everybody, just if you're if you get a seatbelt, put it on. Tears of the Kingdom is my game of the year. Same. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I put a hundred over 120 hours into that game. It and I loved Breath of the Wild. I thought it was no pun intended a breath of fresh air for the Zelda franchise. But Tears of the Kingdom is a better game. Way better. There, there's some story issues that I have um, that we talked about on our uh, Tears of the Kingdom spoiler cast. But it doesn't outweigh the good that's in that game. Mm -hmm. And 
yeah, is is it a no brainer that it's my game of the year? But it's it's as good as advertised, and it's one of those games that I'm almost afraid to get back into because yeah. I feel like I'm going to put another <laughs> hundred plus hours into it. Because the thing is, Breath of the Wild was a great game, but I didn't want to jump back into it once I was done. I feel like with Tears of the Kingdom, they took Breath of the Wild and then they just expanded it far beyond I ever could have thought it could have been. Like with the 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 depths, a whole new map with the depths, and then literally there were was like a month of playing that game where I didn't even play the main storyline. I just explored and. Everywhere I'm, there was not an inch of that map that was forgotten about. Everywhere you went, there was something to do, something to find, something to discover. You know, a, a side quest that that took you know hours of my life away. It's just they and I know people hate, and I still hate it too. The weapon breaking system, but with the fusion thing that they did for this game, they kind of fixed it. Yeah, and I I would agree with that that you know it's still a problem, but it doesn't feel as big of a problem because you have the fusion and you can mm. do so many cool you know things like when when Link gets his new arm, you have the different abilities that you can do. Whether it's you know like building uh, vehicles mm. or really building just about anything. Yeah, it I was concerned about how that dynamic would change the game, but it really added a lot to it. In my opinion. And Raven in our Discord started playing it the other day, and we were talking about it. And we were talking about the same thing about the the fusion thing that you do, and just the the different stuff that you can fuse to your weapons, and just the crazy stuff that you can fuse together and make your weapons just. You would think, like, just, just taking something simple like a fruit can make your weapon so ridiculously overpowered. For a you know a set amount of time, and all the you know all the different things you can do, like you know fusing stuff to your arrows when you're shooting them, like it's just a crazy amount of stuff that you can do in that game. Oh, the arrow fusion was my favorite, especially oh. when you could get a bomb flower, yeah, and attach it. Oh, <laughs> that was so good. And that's the only way to survive the the final fight with uh, with. Um, uh, Ganondorf. Where, yeah, Ganondorf. Like you're not gonna survive that fight unless you're good at fusing stuff to your arrows. Mm-hmm. Did you ever fuse anything to the Master Sword? Um, I did because I watched a video, but now I don't remember what I put on it. I'll have to go back in my game and see what I fused to it. I forgot exactly what it was, but it was some kind of electrical thing that you could fuse to the Master Sword. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't really change the aesthetic of it. It just gives it almost like a yellow internal glow. Yeah. And it looked really cool. And like I, I did it completely by accident. <laughs> and when I saw the final product, I was like, ooh, all right. There was something I fused to it at one time that made it look like a samurai sword. And I don't remember what it was I fused to it. I know what you're talking about, but I can't, I can't think of the name of it. Oh yeah, Raven, those muddle buds are great. That's a great way to, to do yep. crowd management in that game is those muddle buds. Oh, Y'all are gonna talk me into playing yeah, it again. Uh, we need to get off this talk topic or we'll yeah. sit here and talk about yeah. it. <laughs> if you anyway, if you didn't to, hear to that no episode, go back and listen to it. We did a whole yeah. hour. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but my other um my other I wanna say it's a surprise, but had Tears of the Kingdom not come out my game of the year would have been the Mario RPG remake. I had high expectations for it going in, but it takes, and this is a little bit of a spoiler because I'm actually going to review this game in a couple of weeks. It takes everything that made the original Mario RPG great and made it that much better. Mm-hmm. Like it, it is the definitive way to play that game. I was going to get I, it, but my right, <laughs> um, my right Joy-Con is still broken, and I haven't gotten a new one yet, and then I ended up getting the Xbox, and so I still haven't played the RPG remake yet. Yeah, it's, it's really, really good. I'm almost finished beating it for the second time. Um, I haven't 
really been able to pull myself away from it mm. all that much. It's uh, it's that good. You know, as far as game of the year stuff or like new release stuff, I played the Dead Space. The Dead Space remake would have been my pick if it wasn't for Tears of the Kingdom. Um, I played that over the last week or so. Um, it, it's on X. If you have Xbox Game Pass, it's on there. And the first thing I downloaded and played because I love the original Dead Dead Space. I actually played Dead Space on Xbox 360 and on uh, a PS3 at the time. Um, I played them both <laughs> because I love that game so much. And then I played um, the remake over the last week or so, and there's so much care and love put into that game to make it what made the original great, but then just kind of just made it bigger and and better. And, and it's the perfect length, too. Like, I did all the side quests and everything, and it took me roughly about... 13 hours to beat okay and i do want to say to, to raven uh thank you for uh gifting me Baldur's gate 3 on steam but i have i do have to wait until i get the pc to play it because it will not play on we found out that it will not play on my mac so it's my i don't have an m1 chip in my older mac here so it will not play so but he said i could keep it so thank you so much and i'll play it as soon as i get a pc that's able to handle it yeah, and he, he surprised me with a uh, PS4 gift card that mm. I'm going to use to play the uh, Secret of Mana remake. Awesome. Um, here pretty soon. So um, now that January is kind of a slower month for me, I'll actually have time to sit down and play video games. So uh, excited to play it. And if you get a chance to play the Dead Space remake soon, it's worth it. Okay. Uh, and as far as other remakes go... I really like the Haunted House remake that came out uh, a couple months ago. I got it on the uh, the Switch. It's available everywhere. So if you like those, you know, roguelite kind of dungeon crawler type of games, it's not quite the the pace of like Hades or anything like that. It's like a very slow, um, slower paced game. But if you like that type of game, I highly recommend it. On oh, Raven asked if the gift card worked. Yes, it did. Awesome. So thank thank you again. Uh, as far as some uh, some of the other surprises uh, of the year for me was a Nightmare on Elm Street that I did in October <laughs> for the NES, and I, I put here even with the LJN warning label, it's a great game, and I was surprised at how much I actually liked that game. Yeah, I remember you being really surprised by it, and I and I was too. You know, you even with the. The LJN logo, which uh, is almost like a biohazard label yeah. for video games. <laughs> it's it's good to know that, you know, they come out with a good one every now and then. Yeah. Uh, and two of the others that uh, I really enjoyed playing this year, uh, right before the Tears of the Kingdom dropped, I played Legend of Zelda Minish Cap. And I missed out on that because I didn't have, you know, the game any of the Game Boy Advances or anything like that. Minish Cap is great. If you have a Switch and you have Nintendo Online, go play it. It's worth every second. Um, I really enjoyed playing that, and I liked playing Metroid Fusion as well. That was another one that I missed originally. And I, uh, let's see. I, uh, I'm glad I got to experience it, even if it was completely unfair and ridiculous towards the end. I knew you would love that game. As soon as you told me you were going to start playing it, I knew you would love it. It's it's my favorite Metroid game. It's easily. so good. It, it's probably mine too, but man, that final bit of the game is insane. Like give me a checkpoint in there somewhere. Whenever a Metroid movie happens, cuz I'm pretty confident it will. Not for the first one, but for the second one, they should adapt Metroid Fusion. That game's so good. It would make a great movie. Uh, and it's that whole end of the game is is pretty reminiscent of Aliens. <laughs> mm -hmm. And, you know, with the like, just if you never played it, go play it. But uh, just be prepared for uh, wall punching uh, frustration <laughs> with the end of that game. Yep. Uh, let's see. Another game that I had enjoyed reconnecting with is Harvest Moon. Um, it's a game that I've 
periodically been going back to ever since it was put on the Switch Online store. I actually played it earlier today. Um, I've never fully beat it, and that's something that I'm going to try to do um, within the next, say, month or so. There's something about it that is the gameplay is addicting to mm. me. It's one of those that I can get sucked in, and next thing I know, an hour and a half's gone by. Yeah. And it feels like five minutes. I started a game of it, but I didn't get too far into it. I, I plan on playing it when I get my Joy-Con fixed. And uh, I know we we share this yes. this one, <laughs> but um, uh, the Batman 89 commentary was something that I know both you and I have wanted to do mm -hmm. for a long time on this show, and it did not disappoint when that, we finally got to do that commentary. That was so fun to do. That That's still like one of my favorite moments of the year is just us doing that movie. Because we both, like all three of us, me, you, and Wally, we all love that movie. And when you love something, you can definitely tear it down in a funny way. So I just, we, I just had so much fun doing that because that movie is so over-the-top ridiculous. But man, it's such a classic. Yeah, it's one that, yeah, you got to look at it for its flaws, but, I mean, we all grew up loving that movie, mm -hmm. so it's, it's not going to change that. Michael Keaton and will I, always be my Batman. Oh, absolutely. And then I, I threw this one in there. I would put the Scream commentary, despite our technical yeah. difficulties. <laughs> Once we got going, yeah. it was a blast. That was a fun with one. The two of us, plus Wally and Joey, was so fun. And, you know, and that's my second favorite horror movie of all time next to the original Halloween. So I was glad we did that one for October. And also uh, I was looking back through the, the, the archive of the show and I, I saw that I released the Batman mask of the phantasm commentary earlier this year too, to the public, because apparently I forgot to do that back in like, when was it? 2020. We did that. It was the end of 2020. <laughs> it was like, just, just sitting there for, in my, uh, the iTunes library for, for two and a half years before I finally gave it to the public. So you guys got an extra one this year. I, that's still one of my favorite Batman movies too, oh, even though too. it's animated. I love mask of the phantasm. I've got that on VHS Blu-ray or I don't have a blue there Blu-ray, but I do have the, uh, the DVD. I do want the Blu-ray of it though. I love that. I movie. do too. Uh, yeah. It's so see. good. Anything else I missed here? Uh, Let's see, I got the Dead Space, like Legend of, Legend of Zelda, Minish Cap was great. Um, I think that's about it for, for my list for this year. Anything else you got? Nope, that's it for me. All right, well, we didn't get too many uh, submissions uh, from everybody. I know everybody was, uh, you know, it's just the holidays and everything, so we understand. Um, we are going to do a top five in the next week, get our top five ready for this month. Um, we'll let you guys know probably next week what it's going to be. Um, me and Derek will talk about it this week. Um, but we get, we did have uh, Mr. Brandon Rutledge uh, in our Discord. Uh, do you want to read it there, Derek? Sure. Uh, Brandon says, I have a couple personal moments mixed with some general moments. Hope I didn't misunderstand the assignment. <laughs> a wife gets Tears of the Kingdom, plays for a few days, then jumps back into Minecraft. She hasn't played Tears of the Kingdom since. <laughs> wow. That's disappointing. She didn't That's even... disappointing. You got to give Man. Tears of the Kingdom at least a good couple of hours of play yeah. before you really understand what's going on. Yeah, and I will say the beginning of the game, it's a pretty slow burn. Yeah. Uh, my young son tries video games for the first time with his Paw Patrol games. Like many gamers, he gets easily frustrated and has tried to throw the controller <laughs> a couple of times. I still do those so, things. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I, I still do that at almost 38, so... yeah. It's it's okay. Um, I went all of 2023 undefeated in Mario Party Superstars. That's impressive. Nice. I I'm pretty sure I have a below 500 record in Mario Party. So <laughs> doing much better oh, than and me. This next one, I can't believe I forgot to put it on the list. Yeah, same. The Super Mario Brothers movie. Enough said, but I can't stop talking about it. It might be my favorite movie of 2023. It, it's definitely mine. I can't think of another movie that I liked as much as that one. Like, Guardians 3 was excellent. Yeah. Um, but it's not my favorite Guardians movie, though. 
I loved it. Don't get me wrong, but I love the first Guardians of the Galaxy. I think I could probably just that's like that movie's comfort food for me. It really is. It, it's a throwback to like '80s sci-fi, mm-hmm. like the fun aspect of '80s yeah. sci-fi. But um, yeah, the Mario movie was everything I could have hoped for and more. Yep. You know, I'm I'm always gonna have tempered expectations when I watch video game adaptations, but it it was so fun to watch it in the theater. Yeah. It was so, so good. Uh, Mortal Kombat 1 plot twist of multiple timelines. I haven't played Mortal Kombat 1 yet, but I, I want either. to. Sega announces remakes for five of their classic games, including Crazy Taxi. <laughs> I'm so ready for that. I hope they do it in a, like a GTA-style open like whole city where you can just go around and just do stuff. Uh, I hope so too, but like that'll be an instant purchase for me. I hope it's like, um, like remember the stunt man games they used to have where you could mm-hmm. just destroy everything. Uh, I, I hope it's like that. That would be so fun. Uh, EVO world championships for fighting games has record breaking number of entrants for a single game hmm. with more than 7,000 entrants for street fighter six. Good Lord. Wow. Uh, Raven says his comfort movie is Big Trouble in Little China. I feel you there. Oh, that's a good one, too. Yeah, that's a good one for me, too. And his last one, announcement and release of Super Mario RPG Remake. Haven't played it yet. I hate being broke. <laughs> ah, same. When, <laughs> yeah, well, when, when you do get to play it, I think you'll really enjoy it. I, I'm still debating on whether or not I want to just go ahead and get a new um right joy-con or do i want to try getting a kit to fix it because i'm not that I, great with that type of stuff i would just get the new joy-con yeah i guess so. uh, if it were me i would probably make the joy-con worse by trying to fix it yeah so i would just <laughs> i just bring the extra money to just so expensive get for the a right one. joy-con though it's a, it's at yeah. least 40 bucks for a joy-con just one joy-con I, I don't understand how they can be that much you can get a left joy-con for like 20 bucks but a right joy-con is like twice as much and i'm like why don't you make that's as many discrimination right against the left joy-cons for real i don't know but uh, that's gonna bring us to the end of the episode and and we're gonna be doing a duel review next week yes. to start off 2024 we're going to be doing rocket night adventures which was suggested just blah, suggested to us by mr mushmouth himself touch biloxi um he suggested it that a few months back and uh, i popped it well i popped, didn't pop it in i got myself a rom very legally my rom. <laughs> rom of it the other day and kind of got hooked on it for a few hours and uh, I'm excited for us to review it for next week. Yep, I'm going to start it tomorrow. So I'm I'm really looking forward to it. It looks like a lot of fun and looks like something that would be right up my alley. So, mm-hmm. um, And then the following week um, we'll be back on kind of an, our normal schedule and as I mentioned earlier, I'm going to be reviewing the Super Mario RPG remake. Awesome. And then uh, next week we will let everybody know what the t- this month's top five is going to be. So if you got any suggestions, drop into our Discord and go into our top five. We we got all kind of tabs in there. Uh, there's a top five submissions tab in there. Just jump in, say hi if you've never been in the Discord before. Say hi to everybody and then just uh, start interacting because we're always talking about stuff in there. And uh, you can drop into the top five submissions and uh, let us know what you'd like to See us a top five list coming up in the next few months because we do one a month, so might yours might get picked. Yep, absolutely. But speaking of top five, the Derek Diamond Experience will be back from holiday break next week. Awesome! And I will be listing my top five movies of 2023. And I, I'm going to say, if Mario Brothers isn't number one, it's probably going <laughs> to be number two because I haven't seen Oppenheimer yet. Yeah, I haven't either. There, there's several movies that I'm going to try to get to um, by the end of the week. I still need to see Oppenheimer. I really want to see The Iron Claw. Um, I know mm, Joey yeah. said it was good. Yeah, um, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. So, um, oh, Joey says, by the way, uh, Dumb and Dumber animated episodes 1 through 13 are on Plex. <laughs> awesome. 
There's always a complex way of, yeah. of watching these things. So yeah, thanks, so, Joey. Yeah, thank you. So yeah, if you want to subscribe uh, to the Derek Diamond Experience, head over to linktree.com slash Podcast. Everything's in one location from podcast subscriptions, social media, and my YouTube channel. And uh, if you're watching us right now or you're listening to this on Monday or Tuesday morning, coming up Tuesday night, Open micers, we're gonna be we're f- going to reveal who our guest of the year is for 2023. Uh, the Patreon subscribers uh, have spoken who was the best guest of the year, and they're gonna be on the show tomorrow night. So that's gonna be fun. Go follow us at Open micers on Twitter, Instagram, OpenMikers.com. They'll take you everywhere you need to go. So Derek, is that it for this first episode of 2024? I think we started with a good one. Awesome. I, that was a fun time. I enjoyed yeah. that. Uh, I can't wait till next week. It's rocking night so good. But I, I think, can't wait either. I think that's it. Well, let's go ahead and walk out the door. If you want to email us, email us at nerdcaveretro at gmail.com. Nerdcaveretro.com takes you to our link tree. That includes all of our social media stuff, our Patreon. Um, we got ways to give us money. If you don't want to be a Patreon, you can give us money on Cash App and PayPal. And just say, hey guys, good job. Here's a couple bucks. I'll take it. Um, we also have a merch shop too with all kind of t-shirts. We sold a bunch of stuff over this, the, the holidays. Uh, so go to ncrmerch.com. We have t-shirts, hats, stickers, magnets, bags, mugs, whatever you need. Also, we're on social media at NerdCaveRetro, at JakeMarkTastic, and at Derek underscore Diamond. And if you want to watch the shows, all the archives, you want to watch us every Monday at 6 live, go to youtube.com slash at JakeMarkTastic. So Derek, please tell them what it's all about. May the way of the hero lead to the Triforce. Yes. Oh, a fellow checker, eh? Hey, Derek, have you heard the news? What news? We officially have our very own line of coffee at brezcoffeeco.com. That's right. Nerd Cave Retro now has its very own medium roast coffee. If you want to try it yourself or even some of the other awesome flavors like Wizard's Potion which is a butterscotch, caramel, and hazelnut-flavored roast. Or the Dragon's Breath Roast, which is a cinnamon dolce-flavored roast. They have tons of different flavors, and you can also just get a regular Colombian roast and add any flavor to it that you want. They even keep their seasonal roasts all year round. If you need that boost to get you through those all-night gaming sessions, then head over to brezcoffeeco.com and use the promo code NCR for 10% off your order. This podcast is a Zoo House LLC production. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.